Joanne Joseph. Joanne Joseph on 702. For the curious on 92.7 and 106 FM. 20 past five, and are you curious as to why it would take a seasoned academic like Raymond Sutner almost half a century to get his LLM degree? Stay with us as we tackle that. You're back with us on 702 for The Curious. I'm Joanne Joseph. Now, the anti-apartheid activist will finally receive his master's degree in law after, wait for it, 49 years. In July 1969, uh, Raymond Sutner's thesis was rejected because it credited a professor whose works were banned by the apartheid government. The good news is he'll finally be awarded that degree at the University of Cape Town on the 14th of December this year. Raymond Sutner joins us to explain his long walk to an LLM. Uh, Good evening to you, Prof, and thank you very much for your time on the program this evening. Uh, Can you just start by taking us back to 1969, when you were ready to hand in this thesis for your law degree, but it was rejected? Thank you for having me on the show. It wasn't rejected uh, the supervisor, Professor Donald Maltino, read a draft and he was alarmed when he saw these quotations. And, you know, he just said he was a representative of Senate. He couldn't allow something to break the law. And I said, well, then I will withdraw the thesis. So it was never submitted. I just interpreted. He didn't say to me, cut it out or anything like that. He just You know, I just understood that if it were to go through, I would have had to claim claim credit for Jack Simon's ideas as my own, and I was not prepared to do that. So I simply withdrew it. And Martina was very upset. He didn't, uh, they never got to the point of refusing it. Uh, It was just my decision that I would withdraw it. And then I just uh, put it aside amongst my papers and uh, I did write a little bit from it but didn't uh, plan to submit it again uh, till last year when UCT approached me. Uh, Professor Penny Smythe read about this in my prison book and she, the dean uh, of the time, Professor Penny Andy, Professor Hugh Corder, uh, really drove this process and they got two very, they didn't want it to be a formality and they got two very distinguished external examiners. You can see in the UCT press release today, yes. uh, Professor Sir Jeffrey Jowell from London University and uh, Professor Tandabantu Mkhapo from Mkhapo Commission. They were the externals. So it's gone through now. And that's how it is. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, but, but let's go back a little bit. I mean, in, in 1969, many people in that situation who'd gone through the entire process might have chosen to compromise and say either I worked so hard, it would be a complete waste to come this far and have my thesis uh, wasted in a way. Let, let me modify it to exclude the offending content or let me take the professor's advice. He's given me permission to quote his work without referencing him uh, simply because of the circumstances. So I'll go ahead and do that. What what made you decide as a 23-year-old not to do that? You know, even then, I was a fairly rigid person, you know. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that Jack Simon was my hero and he had mentored me and he was very generous with uh, helping me. 
and I couldn't possibly uh, claim his work as my own. I viewed his work as being on such a quality that it was impossible for me to pass it off as my own. So I just didn't consider it. But I was not a revolutionary. I was a liberal at the time. And I just thought this was wrong. Uh, and I just couldn't do it. Um, it wasn't like, it was not something I prepared for because I didn't think it out sufficiently clearly how it would alarm Donald Maltino, the supervisor. But I ought to have known because when I was lecturing, I used to use Simon's work and the head of department, famous anthropologist, Professor Monica Wilson, told me that I couldn't use his work. That was illegal. Mm. So I should have thought it out, but I didn't really think it would. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember why I just put it in. I mean, it was impossible to write a work without using his work. Yes. That was your authority. And that was the person who worked. I felt, well, I know it was the leading work. Mm. You know, in in a way, it is. It, it's come full circle now, almost half a century later. And I, I saw this picture of your wife, Nawani Sagasa, who's also a very well recognised academic, embracing you. And there was that picture she shared on Twitter a few weeks ago, and I didn't know exactly what it was all about. And and she clarified that today, saying, "This is this is me uh, holding my husband on the day I found out that uh, that he had managed to find all his manuscripts, uh, uh, you know, and and." And uh, he was he's able to produce this work. What does it feel like uh, for for what seems to be a disappointment from the outside anyway, to be righted all these years later? Um, well, uh, by the way, I didn't find all of it. Three pages were missing. <laughs> Have <laughs> you had to rewrite those three? <laughs> no, no, no. They just asked me to reconstruct it, and I wrote a new introduction. Yes. And was there. Look, I don't feel disappointed, but I do think it's very important to caution people. Some people are writing on social media, you know, that to do the right thing, ultimately you will be rewarded and things will come right. And life doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people Mm -hmm. do the right thing and they are rewarded with punishment or marginalization. And I think that we must do the right thing if we believe in something, if we, we must anchor the integrity, whether or not we are going to get rewarded. Now, I never thought I would get the LLM. I basically forgot about it and got on with, in fact, moved into another into other discipline. And uh, so I don't feel disappointed. I feel impressed with the way the UCT Law Faculty has handled this, which I think is very impressive uh, in relation to me, but I also think in relation to dealing with legacy of apartheid. We must remember that I am just one person who has suffered because of apartheid's impact on education. We need to find out who else has been disadvantaged and find ways of remedying the situation. And with the type of spirit that was demonstrated by UCT, uh, that can be, there are others who are less well known than me who I think could be uh, uh, helped in this regard.
Very interesting indeed. And congratulations to you, Prof. Uh, really good to hear that you are, are getting what you deserve all these years later. Thank you for speaking to us this evening. Uh, Professor Raymond Sutner, scholar and political analyst.